Good morning. Welcome back to the Call of Men show. I am your host, Todd Archer, and we are glad to have you here. Uh, Men, it is my prayer as always that God is stretching you and growing you each and every day out of every part of your comfort level in order that he may grow you and build you into the man he created you to be. And uh, we are, again, so thankful that you're here and listening to the show. I know I'm a couple of days late as per getting off vacation time. Uh, it is and has been uh, a long weekend, a great weekend. Got to share it with family and friends. Cooked out all the good stuff in remembrance and thankfulness to those who gave everything for our ability to do so. Uh, brothers and sisters, past, present, and future that gave everything so that we may have those freedoms here in the in the great uh, United States of America. So, another thing we did was celebrated a birthday with one of my friends. And uh, we went and seen the movie Nefarious. And I believe that most of the people that... Uh, would tune into this show, would consider themselves a believer in uh, Jesus Christ. And if you are, the show is most definitely, uh, the movie is something that uh, I think every Christian should go and see just for the simple fact that uh, it does show how sneaky and um, patient, I guess, and conniving that our enemy, which is the title of this show, uh, is. Uh, but it also brought to light something maybe I've missed over the past um, seven years, I guess, six or seven years of really being involved and getting and building my relationship with Jesus Christ that uh, maybe I've just missed it. I don't know. Uh, you know, when you're in the, the military, you want to know your enemy. You want to know who you're fighting. You know, want to know how they fight um, and what their, their ultimate goal is, which will in the end, help you defend or defeat that enemy. And in, I'm not going to run it. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to spoil the movie for those of you who tune into the show. But what it made me realize and brought up a question in my mind was what, why is Satan after us? You, me. After the children of God. And there was a part in the movie where he talks about that the angels, Satan, were given will like us. And God created everything, so he created the angels as well. That because they, like man, chose to want to be more like God instead of needing God and loving God and respecting God for who he is as the creator that they were that he was kicked out of heaven and that we were those replacements for those he lost of the angels theologically I don't I don't know I haven't done all the research on it but in my mind and in my growth, in my relationship with Jesus Christ, it's plausible. It's a very, uh, I think, plausible idea that that is why God created man. 
So with that premise, we go, you know, I want to talk about the enemy's game plan. You know, it is one thing the movie showed me with that statement or made me think about with that statement is that Satan's not trying to win a war. He's not trying to win the battle. He's not trying to be God per se, as I've heard it preached uh, in different places uh, by different pastors and people that are way smarter than I am when it comes to what the word says and how it's interpreted and all that kind of stuff. But what it did make me think was, as anybody that's listened to the show for a minute knows that I believe the Bible is keep it simple. It was meant for me, somebody who's simple minded and kind of takes things for what they are uh, and what's being said in the word of God uh, that he knows he's not going to win the war. But he is kind of like us so often when we experience trauma in our lives, death, uh, adversity, things not going how we want them to go. Uh, You know, we blame God for allowing it to happen. And I think that is where Satan is. He knows he's not going to win the war. I mean, Jesus already won that. Uh, by his death on the cross and his resurrection from the grave and God giving him all authority over everything, heaven and earth, right? So, I mean, that's already been won, but what the movie made me kind of think about was uh, when we get hurt by somebody we care about deeply, uh, in the long run, we may forgive them and we may grow to a point that... uh, we are able to forgive them and and let it go. But at the time, I know from personal experience that when that happens, our first response is anger and you just want to hurt the one who hurt you. And that's where the movie put in my head that uh, that's what Satan's doing. He knows he's not going to win the war, but his attack on man is just one to take as many of God's beloved away from God that he can. So it's like he's not doing it because he cares about, I mean, we already know that, right? We already know Satan doesn't care about us. All he cares about is taking our soul away from God, which God wants more than anything else from each and every one of us is our commitment and love for him and to him through all circumstances. Uh, I think that's where, excuse me, where, excuse me, uh, it comes to the point that uh, it's just a, it's just a game of, I'm getting back at you for kicking me out of heaven for not loving me the way you love them. Uh, You know, It's just how it goes when somebody you love dearly hurts you the most or disowns you or does away with you. It is an attack for him to get back at God. As we know, he he doesn't care. He is the father of lies. God's word tells us that. And he does. And that leads me to my next point is how that. Satan fights this battle and he fights it with lies or half truths uh, that make us doubt the sovereignty and the love that God the Father has for us. I know we all know this. This is not something that uh, is new or groundbreaking or anything like that. But so when you're fighting an enemy and it says in where was it John 10 I believe it's 10 10 it says that 
all the enemy wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. So all you're looking at is someone who wants to cause chaos and mayhem and confusion. And we see it working very well today uh, from people not knowing if they're man or woman or thinking they can be who or whatever they want to be. And to some extent, that's right. But just because you say you're a woman when you're biologically a man uh, just shows that how Satan is 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 winning and, and as Christians he is doing a lot better job of getting his message out there than we are getting our message out there and as men as the first image bearer of God it is our responsibility to step up and make our val- our voice heard more and louder than what he's preaching we have, uh, well, like I've said on the show before, we have been the silent majority for way too long. Christ never called us to be silent. Our call is to go and spread the gospel throughout the world. And why? Because God knows the game that Satan's playing. We're the ones that are confused about the game and the role that we play in in the battle. And I think that's where we have to get better especially as men, uh, because he kicked us in the face in the garden. We had that relationship that with God before Eve even came along. I mean, he gave us the authority to name everything that he brought to us. And whatever he named it, whatever we named it, that's what it was. And... Then Eve came along, and for whatever reason, I don't know, wasn't there, we fell into the trap of listening or believing in a half-truth of, did God really say that? Is that really what he said? Is that really what he meant? And he puts that seed of doubt in our minds that, hmm, maybe, Right, um, and we failed. We let. Well, I'm not gonna say we let, but we did not even attempt, per the Bible, to stop Eve from eating the apple. Uh, we stood by and allowed it to happen. Hence, I believe that leads to our silence in today's world when people are saying ludicrous things that we know are not the truth um you know god's word tells us that when we accept jesus christ as our lord and savior that our eyes are open and we understand the truth and through that small deception seed of doubt that it is able for us to take it and run with it sometimes you know, without having 100% faith in Jesus Christ. So, it's a slippery slope to fall into that trap. It is not something that will grow us and make us more like the image of Christ. Uh, And... That includes not saying anything at all. If we are not saying or speaking up and telling the truth, like I said before, not in a hateful manner, but in a manner that just is. It's the truth. And we have to allow the spirit in those moments to speak the truth. And we have to let God's righteousness live in us, even though we slip up and we make mistakes. Um, I was listening to something today, and, you know, we all have our issues that we all fall short. And we sometimes slip back into old habits or we slip back into the thing that, into a sinful way. And, that's like I said before, that's what God's grace is for, right? When we do slip up, 
Uh, but it was talking about the Holy Spirit living inside of you and the proof of the Holy Spirit living inside of you that if you had no remorse or no frustration about falling back into whatever sin it was, whether it be porn, whether it be gambling, whether it be, and you name it, uh, depression or, you know, fear of man, name one, put it in there, whatever one you want to put in there, that's fine because it all fits. But if you had no frustration about that reoccurring, then the Holy Spirit is not in you. But because you do have that frustration and because you do have the will not to do that anymore is a sign that the Holy Spirit is living in you. I thought that was very profound that uh, if we had no remorse, if we had no want to change, uh, then the devil is or Satan is is uh, accomplishing, his mi- accomplishing his mission so that he can take another soul away from God so he can hurt him the most. Um, you know, there are plenty of ways that he 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 gets in our head. Uh, how does he get in our head? Well, it's not being in God's word every day uh, and knowing who and what you are in God. Uh, we are sons and heirs in the kingdom of heaven with Jesus Christ when we accept him. Uh, I thought it was an interesting thing throughout the movie. They never mentioned God or Jesus specifically. Just something to watch for whenever you do it. It's uh, And they even identified the cross as uh, their biggest mistake for allowing it to happen. I uh, thought that was very interesting that see they know they know as well what they are uh, up against so that's why i say they satan and his as i call them goons demons whatever you want to call them uh know the game they're playing but we have to get on that same page of we know the game they're playing they're not playing to win they're playing to just cause havoc and to kill, steal, and destroy, right? And Jesus tells us, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So how do you dis- how do you fight something? One, it's in a spiritual realm, which we cannot see. Two, that there's no purpose. You know, when you play football, when you play baseball, there's always, I'm playing to win. Or you're playing against yourself if you're lifting weights and want to hit that new personal record or, you know, soccer, whatever it is. You know, we as humans tend to put an emphasis on winning. And when we face something that we don't know or understand, like Satan and what his purpose are and what the mission is, which is that to kill steal and destroy our souls not to win just to just to cause pain on someone else you know and that's sometimes a hard uh that's hard to fight you know uh he doesn't fight us head on when we when we have accepted jesus christ because that's our ultimate battle plan right to accept jesus christ in our heart and our soul and our minds with all of it, and know that he is the ultimate and the only way we are going to get to the Father, and that the only way he can get to us because of that security and because of that promise of Jesus Christ is to trick us, to blow stuff up all around us, to keep us distracted. Uh, And we find that today everywhere your phone you know you can sit there and watch tiktok or instagram or facebook or whatever snapchat or whatever your favorite social media 
platform is um, for hours and hours and hours, but that does no good to expand the kingdom of heaven or to build ourselves up for the fight that the enemy has for us. The only way we can do that is to get off of those social media platforms and to get into God's word. The enemy is a hard enemy to fight because for the simple reason he has no purpose other than to cause mayhem to keep it. Like I said, to keep us distracted. That's his number one goal. Uh, because if he can keep you distracted out of God's worth and God's word and the truth of God's word, then he has you right where he wants you. He can fill your mind with lies and plausibilities that, oh, it may be okay that this guy thinks, you know, he's a woman. Well, it's not. You know, I, I try not to get too political on this show and stay really focused on God's word, but. In this world that we are in and the task that has been laid before us by the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is to be the messengers of Christ. And the only way we can do that is how Jesus did it. We, we present the opportunity and the knowledge of Jesus Christ and who he is now. Once again, God gives us free will because love is of no value if it has, if it's forced. It only has value if it's given. So, and God understands that. Satan understands that as well. So, if he can keep us distracted and place doubts into our minds on those doubts he places in there instead of focusing on God's word and his truth, then he has us right where he wants us. The only way we defend that personally is to stay in his word and read on his truths and build that relationship. So those lies that Satan tries to sneak into our minds, they're not, they're of no effect because we understand the truth. No matter what the scenario is, no matter you know, I was thinking about this, and I'm. It, it's like being a soldier. No matter what branch you're in, we're still all soldiers, right? And here in America, we tend to be on the side of righteousness. Uh, I believe in, in in the major wars that we have fought and been in, uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're a a grunt or you're a pilot or you're uh whatever your supply your reinforce or your uh anyway support group fueler whatever <clears throat> we're all part of the same team and it doesn't matter what our position is our job is to do whatever is required of us to ensure that ever that all our people have what they need to fight the good fight and win the war, right? And it doesn't matter whether it's terrorism, which is kind of like Satan, right? He's just cause, causing mayhem to keep you distracted over what his real intent is. That's what gambling, all these addictive personalities, depression, anxiety, all of this is just a simple distraction. This is my opinion and my take on God's word to keep us from focusing on what we should be focusing on. And that is Jesus Christ, his word and building our relationship with him. So when we go to fight that fight, men, it is our responsibility to train up the people that we come in contact with on who Jesus Christ is, what he's done in our life and how he can help those people around us. No matter it's at work, no matter if it's playing softball, no matter if it's on the golf course, in the gym, wherever you are, the name of Jesus should be a topic of conversation in every conversation and how he relates. 
And I think that's where we get distracted is we go to church on Sunday, we get our feel, and we think we can fight the battle just from going to church on Sunday. Well, I can tell you right now, that's not going to work. You're not going to be able to fight a good fight and defend off the enemy that's coming at you with tanks, AK-47s, rocket launchers, all this other stuff, and you've got a little 9mm handgun. You're not going to last very long. And the Word of God is the howitzer, is the M1A1 tank, is the... uh, any aircraft you want to name, the F-35, the uh, whatever, name it, right? We have to arm ourselves as the enemy arms is coming at us. We have to be able to, to defend ourselves, to fortify our position in Jesus with his word. His word is like a double-edged sword, sharper than anything, cutting through anything. Because it's the truth. And when the enemy succeeds, especially in men, in distracting us with our little fun activities, our hobbies, then he weakens our fortification of our souls, which makes it easier for him to slip in and distract us. Um, You know, like in the Matrix, when they're training Neo and the woman in the red dress walks by. Same principle. Same exact principle. We were distracted for that split second, and that gives him an opportunity. We must always be on guard for the thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And right now, especially in America and probably all across the world, I don't watch a lot of news anymore because there's no... there's no. If you watch the news all the time, there's very little hope that... Anything is going to get better, but through our trust and faith in Jesus Christ that we know doesn't matter whether it gets better here or not, we have a place where it will be better, but that comes back to me and our responsibility, you know, uh, church sermon this past Sunday was over complaining and that if you are constantly complaining, then you are basically, you're complaining to God because God allows everything to happen. And he is in total control. And as believers, when we start complaining, then we show very little gratitude toward God for where we're at and what is happening. Um, We need not complain. Uh, If you've got a better idea, don't complain about something. Come up with a better plan and then work it. Uh, If you're not willing to put forth the effort to make the change or be the change that you want to see or put that in motion, keep your mouth shut. Be thankful that you have everything you need. In this life. May not be everything you want. And that may be something you're com- that we're confused on too. What is need and what is want. Well if you've got lights, running water. Food on the table every day. Or the ability to provide food. Or to provide your family food. Receive food no matter what your situation is. Then you have everything you need. In order to do what God has asked you to do in his son Jesus Christ's name. So we shouldn't be complaining. We should be coming up with a plan of how we change this. Uh, My dad and I were talking about it, you know, and when greed is involved, then everything takes a change for the worse. And my, my thought and my remark was that anybody that's in a leadership position whether it be their family or in business or whatever it may be, not even if you're in a leadership position, but we have to change the mindset from me, 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 which is Satan. Hey, it's all about you. You know, those little whispers, those little gaps 
And when you read Jesus, Jesus said, if you want to be first, you got to be last. And that's not how we, even as Christians, I would say the majority of the time are thinking. We're thinking, what am I going to get out of this? What benefit does this have for me? Well, on this earth, in this world, probably not much. But remember, we work in God's economy, not Satan's economy. And when we fall into the distractions of gambling, hobbies, lust, whatever, and you know, there's so many of them, you can't even name them all, right? Of his little tricks, but they're all the same. Distraction. But we have to stay focused on Jesus. Stay focused, keep our minds sharp, keep our spirit fed with the truth and allow the spirit to guide us and lead us so that we don't fall prey again to Adam's complacency. Uh, We need to be a bigger and stronger army for God because right now Satan as we see prevalent like I said earlier in this world is winning through our silence he just keeps collecting and collecting and collecting and as men we should be really ticked off about that that all these people that think winning softball games are being lifting all this weight or winning football games that that's more important than winning on the collection of souls, hearts, and minds. We have to get back as men to fighting this enemy in a way that we can win. And Jesus says that is through love and to show people through our testimony of our lives and how he has changed us that that is a winning combination. I mean, there's a promise of eternal life. So we have to be constantly on guard. And the only way we can be constantly on guard is to be one in God's word every day and every thought taken captive and sent up through God, through prayer, right, and asking. For help. We can't win this on our own. Men, we have to team up. We have to form an army. We have to be the hands and feet that Jesus called us to be. And we do that by teaming up with other men and making an impact and a difference, not only in our homes, but in our communities and where we're at and wherever he deems us to be. If he calls us for bigger, he calls us for bigger. Then we get more men. Then we get our army going. Um, We are the people of Christ. We are Christians. And we are believers. And we have to strengthen one another up. And to fight this fight against the enemy who is only just closing his eyes. If you want to look at it on a broad spectrum and just throwing hand grenades everywhere. With no rhyme or reason that we see or why this is happening or whatnot. But when we understand that the enemy and his game plan is just to keep us distracted long enough that he can sneak in, put that seed of doubt of who God is, what he is and the truth and destroying the truth that is in us imprinted on our DNA, (coughs) excuse me, to make us doubt just for that second or those seconds that leads to minutes to hours to days to years that we don't believe in the truth that's his plan and all those grenades that are going off around you that's his plan just just to distract you long enough to slide that impure thought or that uh, 
greedy thought or that whatever. Like I said, you you know what what his weapon is against you. You know, whether it's shame, guilt. I mean, those are his tactics, right? Shame and guilt. Did, does God really love you? Do Are you worth saving? Are, you know, all those things that at some point in, in your life, I'm sure have run through your head. I know they've run through mine, especially when I was younger and didn't have a relationship with, with, with Jesus. But as you learn the truth and as you grow in the word and as you fortify your position in Christ through building that relationship, the walls get stronger, the artillery gets bigger, the gun, the weapons that we use are more effective than anything Satan can throw at us. So the whole purpose of this show today, it's been a tough one because it's hard to describe. It's hard to fight something that has no, just wants to cause chaos. But, Jesus Christ is our hope, the only hope for peace and fortification in who he is, not in who we are, because we know that we are his. He's, we've been given to him, but we just have to accept him. And I hope that if anybody is uh, on the on the edge or debating whether... Jesus Christ is real or Jesus Christ can do all that is promised. <clears throat> I would hope that you would see that he is. But when you accept Jesus Christ and that truth that he brings into your life, there comes an understanding that it's not it's not going to be easy, right? We we are in a battle. We are in Spiritual warfare, the Bible talks about it, tells us to put on the full armor of God, right? And it gives the breastplate a righteousness. It talks about God's word, all these things that he does to build us up. But you don't get that just from Sunday. Going to the church building does not strengthen or fortify your position. Being in his word daily, trusting in him daily, giving everything to him daily is the only way to build up your defenses against the enemy who is just here to steal you. You're not going to get anything out of it. There's no reward at the end. We know that. So why are we fighting to for a man to be called a woman or identify as a cat or whatever the heck's going on nowadays with the craziness, you know, and stand up as Christians to face this enemy and speak louder and have a bigger army and have more weapons. And the weapons that we have are our testimonies and we need to use those testimonies louder and more often, the enemy is constantly bombarding us with artillery rounds and distractions. Mortar rounds, artillery rounds, whatever. Small arms fire, whatever you want to call it, however you want to relate it. He's constantly coming at us. Whether it be, and, and also with subversion where he's really not doing nothing because you're already where he wants you to be in that doubtful place that do I believe Jesus or not so don't be in that place you know be in the place where it's fortified be around other men who are fortified with the armor of Christ and be strong in him and allow him to be strong through you and to fight through you with the truth of his word. The movie, back circling back, or, ooh, oh, I hate that word, or I hate that phrase. Going back to the beginning, uh, if you are a Christian, uh, 
as my friend Mike said, if you are a mature Christian, uh, you definitely need to go see this movie. You definitely need to uh, understand the enemy and what game he is, or what battles and war he is fighting. He is not fighting to win, and we have to change that mindset. That's the reason Jesus tells us to always be on guard, always be alert. Because he's fighting just to destroy you. He don't care. And it's not. He gets only gratification that Satan gets out of destroying you or me. Is that he gets the. I don't know. As a childish move that I'm. This, the whole thing of this is how I'm how childish Satan is. Is, you know, he's going to Jesus, to God, to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I personally take that as an offense that if you're going to attack the one who created me, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. I'm going to do something about it. You know, and we do that by getting together with other Christian men helping them to become stronger, they're helping us to become stronger, and we multiply that, and then our voices start getting louder and more frequent so they overpower the enemy because he has no defense against the truth. Unless he can keep you distracted long enough to feed you with a lie. Don't let that lie get into your head. Men, it is our responsibility. We are the first image of Christ, of, of, of God. He created us first in his image. We are all created in God's image. Man was first. And we have the authority given to us through Jesus Christ. It's no longer, like I've said on previous shows, Adam and Eve is done. Jesus changed it. It's over. Now it is all about being the man like Jesus. That's every one of us men's goal while we're on this earth because we're not of this earth. We're not of this world. We are of heaven because God breathed his breath into us. And now that Jesus, through his death and resurrection, ended the past, Adam and Eve, and starts anew. And our sanctification process is to be more like him each and every day. The only way we can do that is to be in his word each and every day. And me and my buddy Robert, we were talking, don't use your phone. I know it's convenient. It's easy. Pick up God's word. Pick up the book. Read the pages. Highlight. Make notes. Put down what you're thinking. I mean, I know it's worked for me. And that's where the strength comes from. Build that daily discipline habit of getting in God's word. Because through that discipline of reading the book, his word, then... Once that discipline starts, then it's easier to fight and resist the temptations, the distractions, artillery around, small arms fire, whatever you want to call it, that Satan's throwing at you because you know the truth and he can't argue with the truth. You know, so don't. Don't fall into that trap. Strengthen your mind every day. If you miss a day, it's okay. Get back on it the next day. Right? You fall seven times, you get up seven times. Just what we do because God, that's what God's put us in there. That's what we're here for. We want to make the world a better place. As Christian men, it's time for us to stand up and and walk in God's strength and God's truth and God's word. Because we all know what he's done in our lives. We know the changes that he's made. And if you're not seeing the change that you think should have become, then you need to ask yourself, what are you not giving to God to allow him to work through you like he needs to? For you to see the change and before you to become 
the warrior that he wants you to come to become for the kingdom of heaven to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Something, something to be said for that. Get with a group of Christian men who are strong in their faith. Get to know them. And men, don't, don't hide. Don't not tell the whole truth. If you're going to be in a, have a honest relationship, you need to be honest in love, in a loving way. If somebody does something to you, you know, hey, man, that didn't sit right with me, you know, and talk about it. Work it out. may not change how that person feels or how you feel about the situation, but you will have a better understanding, and that will lead to a compromise and a position on which you both can agree on to where you don't lose that relationship. That's just something you know that you don't see eye to eye on, and that's okay. Because the only thing we need to see eye to eye on is the power, truth, love of Jesus Christ. So, men, like I said, we're fighting an enemy that is only out to hurt God, and we're just we're just the grunts in this battle, and we've been taking it on the chin for way too long, and it's time for it's time for us to stand up, men. It's time for us to find us a group of men who can go out and change the world through spreading the truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, we're all disciples. We're all apostles. We're all, we have God living inside of us through the Holy Spirit. That's a promise from Jesus, and I don't doubt that at all. And the only thing another man can do is take your physical body away. You're going to see me again, buddy. Whether you've chosen to accept and follow Jesus Christ or when we come back to rid the world of the evil that is Satan and his goon squad one way or another you're going to see me again that's my stance on it so whatever any man can do doesn't really matter but the fear of what God can do what Satan is trying to get you to fall into that God really doesn't care that, you know, you're just a puppet in the game. We're not. We're warriors. He created us to be warriors because he put himself inside of us all the way down to the code of the DNA that is in our body. So, you know, uh, go out today, be the warrior that he created you to be. Uh, follow his truth. Live in his truth. Through all things, take every thought captive. Step out in his strength, not in your own. And trust that his strength will always be with you, because it will. So, I hope you're catching this on YouTube. I just started a YouTube channel. This is the second video. Uh, Currently in the process of uploading past episodes. Not videos, just uh, voice videos. recordings on youtube to get the content out there Uh, if you get a chance hop over uh, like and subscribe so we can grow the channel Uh, if you take get any value at all uh, out of my narrative and my thought process on christ and what it is to be a man of christ the call of men to be what he has created us to be. Stop stepping back and step forward. Uh, and as always on Facebook and Instagram. So uh, if you get a chance, hop over there. Uh, take a look at it. Uh, give us a like. Uh, all that good kind of stuff. I'm not much on self-promotion. so, uh, But it's for God. So I will bring it out there. And it's what he's put on my heart that men... 
as you know, my heart is for us to stand up and be the warriors that God has created us to be. And now, more than ever, is the time that we need to stand up and make our voices heard for Christ. We cannot be complacent any longer. Uh, complacency will let you fall prey to the distractions that will lead to sinful nature in us if we allow it. Don't allow it, man. Be the man of God that he created you to be. Be his image bearer on this earth. Let his voice be heard through each and every one of us that are believers in Jesus Christ. So, men, as you go and do what you do today, answer the call of men.